We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris show. Boy, two things for Biggie here. A couple. He he was late this morning because his car would start but would not come out of park. Very odd. And it had all sorts of messages on the on the display and everything. And he said last time he had car trouble, it wouldn't even start. And it turned out to be his key fob. The battery was dead in his key fob, and so the car wouldn't start. And now today, he's had someone go and take a look at the car and use a different key without a fob. And it started fine, and it drove around yeah. the parking lot. And My spare key. So it's once again, mm-hmm. I bet it's the battery in these key fobs. What and a it major must, fail. That is a huge failure. I mean, the have, key fob should yeah. not affect the car starting. It must have just enough juice in the battery for the car to know, like, hey, there's a key in it. Mm-hmm. So... I'll start it, but I'm not going to let it do anything, or I'm going to send these signals for it to freak out. Because I, why would it do that? As you know, I'm no expert. I I don't know that it's the battery. Is it? Bad. It sounds like you've got a faulty fob. That's a bad. Well, fob. last time this is what I was told. Last time this happened, where it wouldn't start and it did the same through all the engine codes. Mm-hmm. I took it. They said this is what happens when these key fob batteries die. Right. So mm. I had the key fob batteries change. Yeah. I mean, this has been maybe a year. Yeah. About a year, a little over a year ago. Right. You've had it one year with that battery? Yeah. Should be more than that. Way so that's more, what I mean. Way more yeah. than that. That's crazy. You need to go to batteries and bulbs. Well, that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> get you, you go to batteries I, You bulbs. know, I'd go to the manufacturer yeah, and say, I, you, I got a bad fob. Yeah, seriously. Well, but, but that's like, I, I just can't imagine this mm-hmm. again, but that's what it is. That's crazy. Or, or do you know, you know, it would be interesting to see, a lot of times when you hear about something like this, people who have the same model year mm-hmm. of Jeep that Biggie does yeah. will have similar issues. I wonder if that's that. an issue. Maybe. What's your uh, What's your deep theory on me? I almost bought an uh, Apple Watch yesterday, just on a whim, but decided I didn't need it because I think they're useless and not necessary. I think, and I've noticed this about you. Yeah. I think you have different. Well, just like you with people, yeah. you have different trust levels in different box stores. Okay. So I think when I know what box store you were at with your wife, you don't go there. You don't trust them. They're not in your <laughs> your realm. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Yeah, Keep yeah. going. It's yeah. the one, it's a let's call it the bullseye. Okay. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not you gonna, don't trust the bullseye. Why don't you he's trust? Not, he's not. I'm it's sorry. unfamiliar territory. I think he has the floor. I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. unfamiliar territory. Yeah. yeah. Chris Dam is always at the bullseye. Okay, yeah. So he trusts them. Yeah. But you have one place that you love, and you trust more than any other. So I think you were in there, and they had him on display, and you were like, oh, because you trust them. You know them. I guess I, okay. One really you should fascinating. Know. Listen, they feed you, they clothe you, <laughs> they've, they've given you Christmas trees and lawn furniture. <laughs> Let me tell you what I bought and cheap there. Wine. Let I me mean, it's everything. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you what I bought there yesterday. New belt. All right, got a new belt here. And look at this. You're not going to believe this belt. Now it's canvas. Okay. You had to get a new belt because you the other one was too big for you. Yeah, I started to. Yeah, and uh, so it's You're time, out of rope. It's time for a new belt. Yeah, and and, and just as last time. It's black on one side, gray on the other. So it's reversible. It's reversible. Fancy. Okay, let me tell you what stunned me about this belt. When I put it on, I put it on yesterday. No holes. There's no holes in the belt. So it keeps going and going and going. It's an infinity belt. It's an infinity belt. So the thing, (laughs) you just have to work it through. You know, it's a canvas belt, but wherever I want the hole, that's where the hole is. There's only one problem. Mm. The 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 expended end that you're not using is going to flop down to your knee. Well, maybe, but I mean, how much spare have you got hanging out? Not much. I mean, I got the right size belt for now. Well, maybe for now. But the po- the point is, have you ever had a belt with no holes in it? I mean, there no. were no pre-poked holes. See that? It's a it's yeah, a it's a braided a, belt. So you have to drive it through the fabric yeah, every day. You drive it through the fabric. I guess you'll get. Is that going to weaken it? 
I think you'll get to the point where you put it in the same spot and you just find the hole. Back in the mid-90s when they had those braided leather belts, you, 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 you didn't use it forever and ever. Oh, you're right. You put Back it right through. Style. You put it right through, the you braided right belt. Through. That's yeah. right. I was like... Mes- I missed that trend. I mm-hmm. was amazed by it. I was mesmerized. I told my wife, look at this. That looks like a Boy Scout belt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I wanted that. <laughs> Doesn't it? Trustworthy. The fabric I, belt right. with the, uh, and then you right. pull the little button over and it tightens it. I, I held it up. They transit. No holes in this. I said, I got a bad belt. I got a fault. They, they forgot to poke the holes. You didn't in. check at the store for holes? <laughs> no. I didn't. I just, I just trusted them. I just trusted them to put the holes in. Did they charge you double because it's got two sides? Like Biggie's five. No. Well, buy one, get one. One side. <laughs> so I went, what's a belt like that run? I'll charge seven and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Not only more expensive, but they got them in bolt. I don't want to say. I shouldn't say like that. I don't want to Italian leatherette. <laughs> you can't hide money. You cannot hide money. <laughs> no, that's I'm a good. Sorry. That's a good deal. I'm sorry. I say go with it. You can't hide money like that. Oh, these belts seem like a good deal. Let's just say they fell off the truck. <laughs> I better not wear this to my next contract negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> They'll think they're paying me too much. Yeah. Are you kidding? You don't, don't need a raise. See that. <laughs> <laughs> You're already making too much money. Look at that thing. Reverse. You're wearing two belts Ooh, and no holes. No, that's a holeless belt. He's wearing a no hole belt. Like, I bet that came from Paris or Milan. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? For sure. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's just not every day. It's on the runways in Milan. <laughs> New York Fashion Week. Here come the ladies. Giorgio is wearing a holeless belt. And with that hat, it's reversible. And I, oh yeah, I walk one way with it. Don't smile. Look, ladies, it's gray on the other. You can do it, Kelly. You're rail thin. Thank you. Thank you. Can, you can I work the runway. I look like a model now. Yeah, what if dudes get you one of those little French dogs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Turbo Ted, you're talking about this holeless belt. Can you imagine the technology? Go ahead. Okay, my kids got me a belt for Christmas called the Groove Belt. Mm-hmm. And you set the the length of it, and then it's got like a magnetic clasp in the front. Mm-hmm. And you just hook it together, and you're done. It's it's incredible. Oh, I like that. Sorcery. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter wouldn't let that in the house. That's witchcraft. <laughs> She's too religious for that. It sounds like a kinky sex toy, the groove belt. <laughs> I like it, Turbo Ted. Thank you very much. Uh, so does Turbo Ted sound like a sex toy. <laughs> Both of them. Turbo Ted's here with the uh, the groove belt. <laughs> All right. Let's have a belt festival. <laughs> God, we should have a belt festival. This holeless belt, man. Imagine yeah. showing that around in the 1600s. <laughs> Yeah, they drown they you, would murder you. Yeah. <laughs> now, if he comes back up from the bottom of the lake, yeah. he's a witch. That's right. Kill it. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I bought a belt about three weeks ago. I don't know if I should feel jealous. Oh, you should. Or Rob, because I just got just, one side, and I think I paid fifty-five dollars. Oh my god! Seven. And I bet it got holes in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's limited. Seven and a quarter, no holes, double-sided, and I I debated forever, black and gray or tan and blue. I didn't know what to do, but I wound up. Well, nobody will ever see it. <laughs> Fact. When you got big orange That's on. That's true. That's true. Put big orange on today. Oh, my goodness. Listen, we have to get to this. Please. Uh, uh, this story, we've been teasing it for an hour, yeah. and it's huge. The headline is everywhere. I mean, it's already been on uh, the Good Morning America's the Today yeah. shows. It's leading the, the website. It's a story about a mom in Utah, and true crime fans like Chris Kelly's wife may soon be booking flights 
to Utah for the trial. Back in March of last year, Corey Richens made her husband, Eric, a mixed vodka drink mm-hmm. to celebrate uh, him selling a home. I think that home that was used for her business. Then uh, it was late at night. She made him a vodka cocktail and she served to him in bed. She said one of the boys, they have three kids. One of the boys is having a rough night. So she went to go uh, check on the kid. She fell asleep in the boy's bed, and then she said the next thing she knew, she came back into their room, the couple's bedroom. Around 3 in the morning, Eric was cold and lifeless Mm -hmm. at the foot of the bed. She called 911. Paramedics could not save Eric. Mm -hmm. He was gone. Corey was devastated, and a short time later, um, she wrote a book, a children's book called Are You With Me? about dealing with grief and death Mm -hmm. dedicated to her caring husband, uh, she appeared on a local Utah television station, mm-hmm. you know, the, the morning program talking about sharing her grief. This was two months ago. Yeah, a big hit, right? I mean, a, a, a hit, the book. I don't know the I answer. I believe it was that. a big, big book yeah, it was sold like a well. Top 10, top yeah, 20. sold well. Is it really? We have, yes. Yeah, we have her clip from the uh, television show that she was on talking about her late husband. So, my husband passed away unexpectedly last year. He was 39. It completely took us all by shock. Um, And we have three little boys, my kids, and I kind of wrote this book on the different emotions and grieving processes that we've experienced last year. So apparently it's a very good, got good reviews. Very good book for kids, right? Uh, So, but as they do, you know, when when someone uh, dies like that, especially a youngish person, they would do, the medical examiner did an exam on the body and they found out what killed poor Eric. It was fentanyl, Mm -hmm. fentanyl. In fact, the dead man had five times the legal dosage dosage, dosage of fentanyl in his system. As you can imagine, police suspected foul play. Then they started looking through Corey's phone records and her her travels. They found out that starting in December of 21, moving through February of 22, Mm -hmm. she had been in contact with a local drug dealer on multiple occasions, first getting hydrocodone, then she said, I need something stronger, that Michael Jackson stuff. And then finally, she got specifically, she specifically asked for fentanyl. Three days after, she made her husband a Valentine's Day dinner, which made him very ill. Yep. Unbeknownst, Eric, unbeknownst to uh, Corey, confided to a friend, you know, I think she's trying to poison me. Oh, he had said that already? Said that. Oh, wow. <sighs> he was right, but it was too late. So Corey was charged with murder this week. She's got some nerve to, yeah. to kill him. And then write the book, make money on make it. Make money on it, and pour her poor kids. Bring her guilty kids person. Into it. Yeah, her like kids that, into right? it. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It was pretty deep. Cold blooded. When I saw it last night, it's the first I had seen of it. I even I was like, mm-hmm. what? I mean, and I don't really care about true crime that much, like my wife does. But I was just on the edge of my seat, and my wife's like, "That's right, yeah, cold blooded monster, cold blooded." Write a book just, like that. That's right. That's not even a, what is, is. That's not even psychopath. That's where you just have no feelings. She just, I mean, and then to write the book, and that's, that's the type the of book that would be shared on Today Show. Oh yeah, you're probably they right. would, oh, yes. they would trip oh, yeah. all over themselves having her on the show. Mm-hmm. She could have become an enormous star sure. off of this because I mean, three kids. They helped write it. It's all about losing a loved one and then feeling like he's there with you all mm-hmm. the time. That sh- boy. Mm-hmm. And I would, even when I was watching, I was like, she couldn't have done that. And she did. She yeah. murdered him with fentanyl. It's mm-hmm. I feel terrible for the kids. I know. And now you're growing up mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. your father, but also your mother's an absolute loon. She's a murderer. She's going away too. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have neither one of them. It's do awful. You, do you think, I mean, what do you do? Let's say you're 
because he he died in March, and I think she wrote the book almost like a year to the day mm-hmm. after the man passed. Um, if you suspected, if you were in his shoes and suspected she was trying to poison you, your wife, mm-hmm. what do you do? Well, he told a friend. You said right? Yeah, swap no. the plates. Well, how? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd swap the plates when she put the plates on the table. I'd say, uh, "Go get, uh, look over there, and swap the." You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? What is this? The Princess Bride? You swap the plates. <laughs> I do it. Yeah. 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 I do it with my girlfriend. <laughs> you remember the That's what the pavilion. Swap the plates. I do it with my girlfriend. Well, you're getting the wrong end. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the bad stuff. You flip it. Yeah, you flip mm-hmm. it. Always. I tell her, I was like, there's no way you're with me for my looks, my personality, my money. <laughs> clearly, you're deranged. Yeah. So it's, clearly, it's something. <laughs> We're doing this. I think yeah, she is wants that my... Kevin Bacon? Switch. Switch. Yeah. Switch. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she plate. wants my dog. I swapped the plates. Aha. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, great segue. You didn't even know you did it. There is a guy today from New Jersey. This is a terrible story as well. His name is Xavier Burgos. He has a five-month dog named Enzo, and the dog is one of those French bulldogs. So it's uh, the hottest hot, dog on the. I get it; they're hot. I the don't know kidnapping why. market, high-dollar dog, cute. I guess they do have health issues with cute. you. Don't think they're cute? They have it's a personal thing. I don't People think love them. I don't think celebrities cute. have had. You know, Lady yeah. Gaga had. I hers. guess they're being stolen left and right. That's true because they're so valuable. And this kid, he's only twenty-two years old, has a French bulldog, and he was meeting up at the dog park with someone who he had met at the park before, just an acquaintance that he had known, they said, three or four months. And the guy said, let's meet at the dog park and let our dogs play together. He had a French bulldog, too. He said, let them play together. So they go, and this is what happened. This is him talking about. He got the text a couple of weeks ago to go and meet up. On the morning of May 5th, this guy texted me and asked me if we uh, were down to go to the dog park because... Uh, he informed me a couple weeks before that that he has French Bulldogs, too. You down to go to the park? <laughs> uh, let me move some things around, but yeah, I'm down. No red flags yet? <laughs> Absolutely not. He said he had Frenchies. Okay, they go. They meet at the dog park. Then the guy says, you know, my mother's got some dogs that would like to play with these dogs. Let's go to her apartment and get those other dogs. And the guy's a little suspicious, but he's like, all right. let's take." So they take I'm all. Down. They take. He's down to go to mom's house now to get more dogs to come and play at the dog park and when they were there this is what happened so we followed them to the apartment it was um the fox hill run drive apartments in woodbridge new jersey claimed his mother lived there he lets the dog out again and uh, i let my dog out in the in the little lot so that they can continue to play with each other by the time i'm getting back out of my car they already had picked up my dog and put him in the car and drove off literally drive off out of the complex speeding like flooring it he said he chased after him, but of course, they're gone. There's nothing he can do. Enzo. Think. He was so upset. He was so Enzo's upset. a great name for a dog. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Now here's the reporter. And this is graphic. Now, no, oh, no. Shortly after this happened, the gentleman who lost the dog started getting text messages. According to Xavier, the same night he received this video from the alleged kidnapper, along with some frightening text messages, saying, "In quote, I swear, any funny biz, I'll kill your fluffy." Mm. <laughs> Mm. You hear that? Yeah. That's graphic, I, I know. I'll kill you fluffy. I'll kill you fluffy. Any funny business at all. So now the guy is just like beside himself, of course. And he said that the person who took Did the Did he dog, ask demand money? $8,000. I have to pay him $8,000 to get my dog back. And you're willing to pay for your dog I was, again? I was willing to pay him the money for my dog back. 
I was shocked this 22-year-old had $8,000 that he could pay after already buying the Bulldog, the French Bulldog, for presumably quite a bit of money, too. He's borrowing the money. maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, instead of that, he called police, and they're trying to locate him. Now, this continues to be an ongoing case. They have not found the dog. It does seem like one of those things where the police would set up a fake buy. Yes. Yeah. You know, and do it that staying. way. Do it yeah. that way. Or just have enough info. I mean, you do kind of know them that you know where they live. Yeah. Got his phone number. Just spend yeah. time with him. Yeah. The whole thing happened five days ago. So they're still they're working on it right now. But a message for the criminal. I really do hope that when you do get caught and you do get prosecuted for extorting me for my puppy, that you, um, I hope you really just feel bad for what you've done. Man. Is it a little bit? I know, obviously, he's the victim here, but do you? Can you trust somebody you've only known for a couple of months and you've only seen them once or twice at the dog park and then you follow them to supposedly? It, it doesn't house. sound outrageous. I guess not outrageous. Yeah, but. but with those dogs, you know they're they're getting stolen left and mm-hmm. right. That's the thing. You know, if you if you had just a a mutt, it'd be one thing. But a dog that high dollar, yeah. maybe you should have to stop and think hmm, what's going on. If you on got here? that message that your dog Kelly and which is not a French bulldog, mm-hmm. but let's say <clears throat> let's say the call came into you mm-hmm. that your dog. I've been dog napped, yeah. and the dog nappers wanted eight grand. Would you say to your wife, "I'm sorry, he's already gone"? <laughs> hey, what do you? How do you handle this? Because that's more than you paid for your pine straw. <laughs> I, I cannot comment on this, but I know this. What's your threshold? Where's your number? Lower than my wife's. I'll just say that. My that's accurate. I love that dog. You love that fluffy. I do love I, I, that's my fluffy. But my wife would spend. Thousands and thousands. I mean, whatever we, she'd go into whatever our, it takes. She'd go into our four hundred one k for that. She would for that dog. There's no question about it. But that's. Or you, how about you? That's my fluffy. I wouldn't go into our four hundred one. Hundred bucks. Two way belt, no holes. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I can't. Now look, I can't give you eight thousand. I can give you a two way belt, no holes. This is <laughs> one last message. One last message from the emotional Xavier. You took my baby from me, bro. Like. Oh, you yeah. hear the emotion. Yeah. It's terrible. How much time do the cops spend on this? I mean, it's not a it's not a kidnapping. It's a it's five thousand dollars. Well, it is extortion. They're worth a lot. It of money. is, but it is it's property. I mean, do they spend as much time because it's an animal as they would if it was a eight thousand dollar ring? That's my guess. Uh, I don't know. I think because what does our attorney always say? They treat them like property. Yeah. So I think if an eight thousand dollar piece of furniture had been stolen, it's the same. Yeah, you as, go and you file it and you write it down, and they're yeah. like, okay, well, if we see it, we'll. But, yeah. a, but a yeah. life hangs in the balance. Yeah, I'll dust your dog for prints. Yeah. <laughs> dust it for prints. <laughs> That's a good one, Sam. <laughs> Heroin Scott, a comment on this gentleman who lost his dog. Go ahead. Well, first off, he's an idiot for spending $8,000 on a dog when people are starving. But secondly, now he's got the police involved. Of course the dog is dead. What does he think? It's an empty threat. Of course they're going to kill the dog now. Or they've already sold it. He's totally screwed everything up by getting the cops involved. Cops were the worst thing he could have done. I could have found him before the cops could have, and I live here in North Carolina. (laughs) Fact, 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 fact. Well, I don't well, men in, a man in blue is a friend to you, is what I always say. You know that. Our men in blue are out there on the streets working hard. Sharon <laughs> Scott is not he needs a pet vet. He needs a pet detective. He, he, that's what he needs. That's mm-hmm. right. I'm sorry about your dog. Hold on. Somebody, we have the optimist here. Aaron Scott. <laughs> your dog's dead. Get over it. What do you want? A cookie? Here's a cookie. Dog's dead. But, if, but that, then you lose all your negotiation. I agree. I, I, I just... <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> hey, I'm enamored with this belt, so it doesn't come with a size. No, you stretch it. But you, 
doesn't matter. Exactly, doesn't matter. So there's no number on no, it. No, no, Just no, stretch no. it, pull it, bounce pull it. Whatever Just seven fifty for want. the price. Seven dollars and fifty. Seven and a quarter. Well, twenty-five. Well, government takes a bite. So you got your tax on it. Puts up about eight dollars. Okay, eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Membership has its perks. <laughs> <laughs> David Boxco. <laughs> this membership has paid for itself this year. Boxco. <laughs> Privileged. You can't buy this belt, Dave. There's nothing you can do. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry.